Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, do not adjust your sets. Normally, you know, the first voice you hear on our episodes is Luke Navarro. Luke, however, his computer decided to have a chronic meltdown. And so uh, my name is Mike Perna, and we are here on Game Store Profits, the podcast where geek culture and, game and uh, god culture come together. And we actually have a really awesome guest with us tonight. Uh, we're actually talking to some of the guys over at uh, GameChurch.com, especially Mikey Bridges, mm-hmm. kind of the guy behind Game Church. And, uh, th- you know, welcome, Mikey. We're so glad that you take some time out of your schedule to, to talk to us. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys um, thinking about us. Oh, uh, dude, I I have been a longtime fan of what you guys are up to ever since I got in on the beta of the forums wow. way back in the day. And uh, sadly, I haven't been able to get back on much lately, but it's amazing to see what you guys have done with the site and what you guys are up to. That's all, uh, you know, the other guys. I don't do very much, so I uh, my hat is off to my web designer, graphic designer, the guy that's doing all the audio here for us right now. And also the guys that write for the site, Gannon, who hosts the site, uh, and a bunch of other people, uh, especially Corey Prater, who is basically the guy in charge of Game Church. I'm I'm his boss, but uh, he's uh, in charge of the booth and uh, going to all the shows and all that stuff. Well, very cool. Uh, By the way, I I had a lot of fun conversations with Gannon, like I said, when I was back in the beta. So if you you see him, tell him Storyteller says hi. He's actually right here um, working tonight at the armory. So he's at the front desk right now. So you can tell him in about, you know, whenever we get done here, that Storyteller says hi. (laughs) He's messing around with Twitch TV because he's uh, the new website's going to launch in uh, about a month. And on it, we're going to have a couple of feeds where we're kind of game together and all that kind of stuff so he's working on that right now oh that is awesome well i definitely want to hear more about that but before we get into all this stuff with game church tell our listeners a little bit more about you and your history and where you're coming from uh i've been a christian all my life um i never did real well with churchy stuff and and churchy people uh i always wanted to do kind of fringy I guess fringy is a bad word now too, but uh, more of the alternative type of ministries or get involved with stuff that uh, was off the beaten path and have been doing that since about 1989, which makes me a very old guy. But uh, music and I I played professionally for a long time and um, I was also a, a producer, so... I did a lot of concerts and uh, did something called Tom Fest, which was a festival in the Northwest for 14 years and built some clubs and really was centered around music and uh, just kind of happened to fall into video games. So it was uh, a little bit weird for me. I was, I was a gamer, but not like real hardcore about it. Um, uh, we had a room in one of our venues and we put some PCs in it and kids started playing and, um, we started hanging out as, uh, the guys working at the venue would be hanging out playing all, all hours of the night. And that just kind of started the fire for us. And we started expanding that part and got rid of the music. And now we're strictly video games, tabletops and, uh, card games. 
I'm always interested in the the types of games that people are drawn to. Is there a specific genre or a style of game or even one game in particular that you're always like drawn to and you have, you really want to play that? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm into RPGs. I'm actually a console guy because I don't want to sit at a computer desk. I'm lazy. So I like to sit on my couch or my, in my bed and play till the wee hours of the morning. So uh, I'm a yeah, I don't think anybody's going to fault you for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a 360 console guy. I, I like RPGs, uh, Bioshock, Mass Effect. Uh, um, I'm, I'm in way too deep into Skyrim right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Fallout is another one of my favorites. So um, I, I'm into those, but the other guys are into... Uh, different stuff. Some guys are into shooters. Some guys are into, you know, um, uh, name it. Everybody plays it. So um, each one of our guys has something that they really like. And we have probably 12 guys or so. So each one of them are doing something different. Very cool. So uh, you guys, because you go to all the conventions and stuff and, and because just to put out content on the on the site, you're going to have to be up on all the gaming news and all the reviews and things like that. Is there anything that's kind of coming up on the horizon that that you guys really like or that people are talking about? Isn't Dragon Age two or what's coming out right now? Something big is coming out that I wouldn't play, but the other guys are all about it. And World of Warcraft's new. Uh, they have they've got a new thing coming out too, September twenty sixth or something like that. So they're Kung all Fu, up on Kung it. And Fu we're, Panda. we're 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 doing it seven days a week here at the armory. So my guys are, they know what's, they know the next thing that's coming out and, and what's coming up. We kind of have to be on top of things because, um, because of what we do seven days a week for me personally, like I know the games that I want to see that are coming out. I don't have anything. I'm waiting for Bioshock infinite, but they keep on pushing it. (laughs) Um, so I'm, I'm waiting for that. Um, I, I'm looking forward to borderlands Two. Um, but, uh, nothing's really on my radar right this second. But again, I'm probably the worst guy to ask because the other guys play far more than I do. Well, well, tell me, you kind of mentioned the armory and everything like that. And I, I have vague notions about the connections of the armory and what you do at game church, but the guys listen to our podcast probably don't like, what is the armory and how does that fit into things? We have a full-time gaming center. We have 31 PCs. We have an Xbox 360 room, we have a Wii room, we have a PlayStation 3 room, and then we have a lounge where we play tabletops and card games and all that. So uh, seven days a week we are open and and playing games. So um, we're, we're literally doing it every day. That's really cool. Do you guys have any kind of connection with like local churches and stuff like that? Do they ever do anything with you guys at the armory or game anything you do with like more game church specific stuff or anything like that? Sometimes, but we're not really we we don't really push for it. I mean, we're a gaming facility first, right? So um, if a church was to call us, hey, come on in. If they want to do like a, a a group thing, we we do do that. But we do that for everyone. There may be a school that wants to do that. We actually have a group of teachers that comes during the summer to learn video games so they can talk to their kids better. So we've got oh, all kinds. That's of really cool. Yeah. Yeah, get the whole idea about being able to relate to them on on what they're doing, what they're seeing every day. That's really cool. Um, I'm really curious about like how you guys pick 
the stuff that goes on the website. Like I was looking at some of the headlines that kind of flash on the homepage, and these these this isn't your typical game review kind of writing. Uh, one was restoration and redemption in Bastion. Bastion being a really cool kind of lighter game. Uh, Dear Esther and the Blessed Curse of Loneliness. I I didn't even have to read that article to tell you that yes, that is crazy because Dear Esther what drove me insane in a good way and uh personal history and possibility and journey like all these like heavier topics than what most people are, are used to seeing when it comes to video game reviews like how do you come up with what's going on the site uh to be honest with you we used to be just one of those uh review sites hey this game sucked or this game was good and uh i happened across somebody that interviewed me uh, for their website slash blog, and I actually stole him and <laughs> hired him to be our <laughs> editor in chief. So uh, Drew Dixon is our editor, and uh, Richard Clark is our co-editor, and both of those guys are phenomenal writers. And wanted to take uh, the writing in a different direction because there, you know, there's a thousand review sites out there. Who really cares? You can find a review on whatever game that you want to by just go- simply googling it. We wanted to do something a little bit deeper. Talk more about story, depth, um, perceptions, uh, the realities of what it looks like to us through uh, somewhat a more moderate Christian lens. And um, without it being, you know, some kind of overly Christian-y, sickeningly sweet type of deal. So uh, the guys are doing a, a fantastic job. I couldn't write myself out of a paper bag. I'm really horrible at it. So uh, I've got great guys that do that. And they're, they're accompanied by uh, five or six other writers that contribute uh, to what we're doing, and and you can see those guys writing on the site itself. So great guys, uh, unbelievable knowledge and a depth of writing that you don't see on most sites, Christian or otherwise. So you you kind of hinted that you you may have done some poaching, as it were, to kind of get your oh, yeah. talent. Where where do you uh, where do you find these guys that that have kind of signed on to be part of Game Church and what you're doing? Does it just I mean, do you? put out an ad and say looking for cool guys who like video games or <laughs> uh unfortunately that wouldn't work because believe it or not i have kind of put our put my feelers out a little bit for people to be involved with what we do and more often times than not it's kind of like craigslist there's a bunch of crazy people out there there and, for every one guy who yeah, you really man. want to sign on yep. there's like 15 that yes. scare you yeah well they don't scare me but they're definitely not our type of, I guess, Christian, you know, there, there's a certain temperament, uh, that you'd have to be to, I guess, get in the car with us. Um, <laughs> not that anybody else is bad or wrong or doing it wrong or whatever. We're just a little bit different. And, um, if you don't have, I guess the right outlook on, uh, on the vision of what we have going on it won't work. So it's really hard to find those people that line up perfectly with, with what we, uh, what we hope to accomplish. So, and given that we're not just a site, we go to the shows, we're doing all that stuff as well. And there's other arms to what we do at the armory and some other things. Um, it's actually really hard to find people. So, um, I'm always looking though, if there's those people that, 
have a skill set that we need and they line up with what we believe and uh, they know how to deliver it the way that I think we are delivering it. Uh, I would, I love talking to them and usually I steal them. I just stole another guy from GameStop up in Santa or San Jose area. So he's moving here in December and, uh, I've stolen a few people. I used to do that in bands too. I'd steal all the good members. Just, just be <laughs> listening to somebody and be like, that guy sounds really yeah, good. Hey, let's dude, have a drink later. <laughs> dude, that is exactly how it will go down. Exactly. So uh, one thing that I always loved about when I, was, when I used to be messing around with your site is uh, the forums yeah. and the community that kind of branches out from that. Tell me a little bit about what the community feels like, what it looks like. Uh, wh- why would a person want to get on the Game Church forums? Uh, you know, I used to go to camp when I was a kid, and uh, one of my fondest memories of going to camp was I could be me. I could be nerdy and weird and, and uh, laughing and jokey and have whatever color hair I wanted, and I could just be myself and be kind of boisterous and all that. And uh, I was accepted. There wasn't, uh, you know, the the lame guy wasn't there putting me down or... or uh, ruining uh, whatever we had going on. So um, I think that our website acts a little bit like that. Come as you are. Um, you're not going to get, if you get trolled, we're going to find out real quick and throw that person out. We want to have a good time, hang out with you, say whatever you want to. If you're an atheist, go for it. If you're a Christian, go for it. You're not going to be censored. Uh, we don't, we're not, um, we're not pansies about things either. Like if you want to have it out with us, cuss us out or whatever, I no problem. We want to hear from everybody. Everybody's invited. Um, I don't think you're going to find, um, I don't think you're going to find too many places where you can come and hang out as a family. And that's what we are. And we're, Hey, by the way, we're going to expand all that with this new site coming out. A lot of the community part of it is going to be expanded in a big way. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen with that. Is there anything you can kind of give us, or is that all kind of hush-hush till it goes live? No, you know, we want to do some Twitch TV feeds. We want to do some live gaming. We want to do some competitions or even gaming together. Uh, We want to do a lot more community blogs and and get people involved with uh, talking with us, interacting with us. I'd like to start doing things at shows um, now that we're getting a little more popular and and well-known at the shows that we go to, uh, where we're doing maybe a party or get-togethers or, or, you know, meet at this restaurant, hang out or game together or uh, uh, hopefully start doing that more family type stuff when we're out um, uh, doing whatever we do, you know? Oh, very cool. Yeah, uh, you kind of mentioned that you put the 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 I don't know kind of squash troll problems when they happen. Have you had a lot of issues with trolls kind of hitting the forums and just being jerks for no good reason other than to be jerks and to get a rise out of people? There's always going to be that guy that wants it's, it's to the internet. It. So. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's easy to be behind a screen and and do something. But we're I think we're pretty diligent about killing all that. Um, but again, we're, it doesn't scare us. It's not a, it's not a thing where we're, um, hoping and praying it's not going to happen. We know it's going to happen, whatever. Um, but 
for the most part, I think that you'll find a really rich, cool experience with like-minded others playing video games together, just talking about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, you know, just as much as I don't want trolling, I also don't want Christians on there going, well, Hey dude, you need to get saved right now. And blah, blah, blah. And Jesus, yeah. this and Jesus, that. I don't, I'm not interested in that. Let's just hang out and talk like human beings. Um, we don't need to over gospelize everything and make everything a, a, a Bible study. Let's just hang out, you know, let's have dinner together. Yeah, there's some there's something about just getting to know people. Yeah. And you know, I always I always say that if uh if Jesus is really the lord of your life, if he's important to you, just like when anything else is important to you, you don't have to force him into a conversation. He shows up because he's important to you. Yeah, I I detest those conversations I have with those people that do exactly that which is force that type of talk or hey brother you know the the lord hosts of heaven is uh, among us here and blah it's like dude just eat your steak just be a normal person i totally get it like i i he's here i got it but let's dude, just that porterhouse is getting cold what are you doing right. just okay or a lot of people like to hear themselves talk that happens, sadly, <laughs> especially in Christian circles, it seems. I think that's a, you know, it's funny because I see it a lot in kind of that nerd culture scene too. You, it, it, especially at the booth, we see a lot of groups of kids that'll come up and they've got that one person that's just a talk, talk talks a little bit too much or tries a little too hard to be the cool one of the group. You know, it's like, relax. We all think you're cool. Just be we're, a normal human being. Yeah, we're all here. We're yeah. all doing this stuff together. It's cool. You yeah. don't have to impress us. Yeah, we can hear you. <laughs> and so, at the booth, too, it's funny because I get Christians that come up thinking, oh, I'm going to get buddy-buddy with Mikey because these guys are doing quote-unquote ministry, so I'm going to talk Christian with him. And it, right. I, I think that they're taken aback a little bit because I don't, I don't really like that a lot. Like, I just want to talk about life because exactly like you said, if Christ is there in your life and he's the predominant thing in your life, it comes up, but it comes up naturally. It comes up, uh, it doesn't come up in that forced sense. I, I think you said it really good. Yeah. You can, you can say the same thing when it comes up in context and it, it feels natural. It feels like part of conversation. Yeah. As opposed to shoving it in there, it could be yeah. the exact same words, yeah. but shoving it in there seems more forced and more almost aggressive. Yeah, or somebody's standing up on their soapbox and wants to get their point across and wants to make it sound, uh, you know, those guys that talk a little bit more haughty than they are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, calm down, man. You don't need to use the big words. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm an intelligent human being. I can have an intelligent conversation with you without getting out a thesaurus. So we kind of hinted at, at the whole experience of going to these conventions and especially some of the huge – like let's list, list some of the cons you've been to. I know you went to PAX East. Both, I know you went to – Both PAX, uh, CES, which we'll go back to this next year. Um, you just got back from Gen Con. Gen Con. Um, we do Phoenix Comic Con. Um, we do – E3, we do Anime Expo, we're doing Stan Lee's Kamikaze, uh, and hopefully next year we'll be adding a couple of shows. But there's more, I can't remember them. It gets so, me a blur. It's like going on tour. 
It's crazy. <laughs> Where were we Tuesday? Yeah. Totally. Um, what's it called? I want to just kind of get some stories from you about these conventions, especially I want to get what's the best experience you ever had at one of the cons, and on the flip side, what was the worst I can't believe this happened to us experience you had at a con? I don't know that there's anything, you know, real extreme um, because I think uh, I think we'll get more extreme as people get to know who we are and those experiences will be, uh, you know, again, a little more extreme. Right now, really the, the funnest times that we <laughs> – this is awful, but the funnest times we have is as our group afterwards. Like we just got back from Gen Con, and in Indianapolis there's a, a restaurant bar called The Slippery Noodle. And they have killer blues, oh, dude. That, that blues, sounds like dude. a fun place. Yeah, killer blues. And these older guys are just ripping it up. And we love that. It's, you know, we would love for it to become something where people that were at the show come and hang out with us at places like that. And the, the worst experiences, uh, we haven't had really anything horribly bad go on. We did miss this year's packs because of a little snafu uh, in communication. And that bummed us out pretty bad. We were set and ready to go and and um, couldn't because they were sold out um, a little faster than we thought, and we blew it. So um, when it comes to people, I think the, the, the best times for us are when people that are a bit militant come to the booth and, and want to kind of, uh, I guess, rush in guns blaring and realize really quick that there's no fight, that um, the simplicity of our message kind of shuts people down really quick. There's nothing to argue when there's nothing to argue. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, some of the better times are when those things happen. Some of the bad times are I have had, you know, uh, a real left-wing guy came up to me in Seattle and literally came up and in front of everyone just said, you're a bigot and a homophobe and I hope you guys can't come here next year. Never met me, never talked to me, didn't know anything about me, but just through that, basically yelled that at us. Uh, you know, we get people that'll walk by and flip us off and stuff like that, which again, doesn't bother me at all. Uh, just kind of a bummer that they won't uh, be intelligent about it and take two seconds to get to know who we are. I think they'd change their mind real quick. And the right-wing Christians, uh, I had a funny one happen. I was at CES, and this guy walks up, and he he rushes up to the booth, and he just looks at me, and he goes, I hate what you're doing. And he walks away. <laughs> he walks away, and like two seconds later, he comes back, and he goes, what are you doing? That's and great. he was a Christian guy. I hate and, what you. What yeah. I have no idea about yeah. what you possibly might be doing here. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. But again, we all we take it in stride. It nothing really frazzles us. Uh, there is a deeper context to it, which those that are uh, you know Christians and have been Christians for a really long time could probably that would be a uh, uh, that'd be dialogue for that type of circle, maybe not in this, um, in this context, but there's a deeper thing that happens spiritually when we go to these shows that is pretty brutal. Um, we see some stuff and 
again, you and I could probably have a conversation about it later, but uh, suffice it to say, we see some stuff. It's pretty. I, yeah, I would imagine there's all sorts of stuff that probably wouldn't be podcast appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So speaking of the conventions, one thing that I wanted to to touch base on is something that I'm sure you guys are really excited about because you give them away by the stacks. Tell me about Jesus for the win. Uh, you know, my favorite book in the Bible is the Gospel of John. I think it's chock full of some really cool stuff. I think uh, one of the main themes in it is uh, a guy that's uh, kind of a ding-dong, a leader, but kind of a ding-dong and doesn't get it, but God still um, wants him to be a part of his story and wants him to become a, a huge leader. Uh, somebody that we still talk about to this day, 2,000 years later, and the redemption of that and how I think a lot of people think you have to be a certain someone to um, be able to commune with Christ and, and talk to him and fight him and, and be, be his brother. But um, uh, this guy, uh, Peter, was just... Just a ding dong, man. <laughs> there's so many. There's there's so many mistakes that guy made, and so many times he just didn't get it, uh, even after Christ died. And um, I just really resonate with the redemption in it, and some of the things that Jesus said to Peter. Uh, and then we have commentaries. We didn't touch that part. We we found a, a public domain Bible. We had a few. Um, scholarly people check it for us, uh, a couple of pastors and a professor, and uh, they gave us a thumbs up, and uh, we sandwiched in some commentaries from myself and some of the other people here on staff and um, commentaries from video gaming, and threw that in there, put a cover on it that was a bit irreverent, and um, made about 25,000 of them and have already given those away and just bought our second batch. So have you guys had any kind of real big response from that, either positive or negative? Because I imagine that when you come out with the a, a translation that you, you, you throw out there saying this is for gamers, I'm sure there's got to be somebody who wasn't too pleased with that. Yeah, you know, again... I, the most trouble comes from the far right wings and the far left wings. And that's where we get the most of it. The bulk of the people aren't. And whether they get it or not, they are at least intrigued by it enough to grab one. We never, you know, shove it on anyone. We never tell somebody to take one. We're, we're not standing in the aisle and hoping that they're going to put it in the bag. They have to literally approach our table or we won't, we won't give it to them. Um, usually they come up and they say, what are you doing? Are you making fun? Are you, what, what is this? Is and, this parody? Yeah. And, uh, at that point we can say, Hey, you know, Jesus loves you. We have a Bible. If you want it, you can have it. We got stickers, we got shirts, we've got candles. We got all kinds of crazy swag for you to have. And that's it. And they're, they're like, well, what, where's the game? We don't have a game. We're not selling anything. We don't want any donations from you. We want nothing. We want to give you stuff and tell you Jesus loves you. Well, it's funny that you're saying that because 
a lot of times people go to conventions to to hawk something or to to be there like yeah. you need to buy this cool thing yeah and i'm sure it does kind of resonate with people like wow you're you're here just to give me stuff yeah i think that's part of it and then you know you get the big questions um, from those that, like I said before, the right wing and the left wing want right. to ask mm-hmm. you those deep philosophical, well, why do you, you know, and the simplicity of what we do, I think puts out a lot of fires. It's, uh, you can't quite argue with me telling you Jesus loves you. I mean, I, if I told you my mom loved you, what are you gonna do? Spit on me? Right. Somebody loves you. It doesn't matter what you've done, who you are, what religion you are, gay, straight, black, white, doesn't matter. If you're a murderer, if you're the greatest person on the planet, if you, it doesn't matter who you are or what you've done. He loves you right here, right now. Nothing you can do about it. Tough crap. If you would like one of these Bibles, you can have one. We'll send it to you. We'll give it to you. You can download it for free. We don't want your money. You can go to our store online and buy something if you want to, but you don't have to. Um, and uh, I think it really does kind of knock people off balance because they are looking for just that. What are you hawking? What do you want from me that, that this can't be free? What are you doing? What are you, are you trying to convert me? Are you, you know, all those questions. So it's kind of fun. <laughs> How many weird responses can we get to? No, seriously, Jesus just loves you now. Yeah. Get out of here. Yep. <laughs> I've had, we've had lots of those like, well, well, Jesus wouldn't like me because I'm Jewish. Well, Jesus is a Jew. Jesus was, was Jewish. And if he was on the earth right now, he'd be a practicing Jew. So, yeah, he loves you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I always liked that one. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I, one thing that was kind of, I, I saw it on the website and I wish I was in Boston to have seen what happened with it. Uh, all I saw on the homepage was your, your logo, Jesus holding the game controller and said, and God created Skyrim. Yeah. We did a Dungeons and Dragons one too. Oh, I would have loved to see that one. Especially because Dungeons and Dragons is, was, you know, back in the. 70s early 80s it was the bane of christianity it, the well, people were born we're, to up to, we're up to yeah we're up to episode 30 now our very first episode yeah. uh my partner luke and i we said we are going to either find an audience or completely destroy our chances of ever having an audience <laughs> because the first episode we talked about D. yeah yeah so we do i think we do those ads just because we want to um, challenge people to come and see who we are and what we're doing and uh, I do believe that God created creativity. I believe that he made us to be creative. Unfortunately, sometimes we do uh, the wrong things with that. Uh, you know, I had a guy say, well, if God made us to be creative, why did he allow porn? I don't, I don't know uh, that. I, I don't think God really is going to keep us from doing anything with that creativity. We have free will. Um, but he did create us to be creative. So in effect... God created Skyrim, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, even it's it's amazing to me the fact that I have so many people tell me that they don't they're not creative. Yeah. Every time I'll do something, I'll be writing or I'll be playing or I'll I lead uh, various role playing games. And everyone's like, "Oh, I'm just not that creative." I said, "No, creativity is like a muscle. Yeah. You don't you don't get rid of them. 
They just need to be exercised. They're not strong. And I think people don't, don't open their eyes to what's creative. I couldn't draw you a stick figure. I couldn't uh, write you anything, but I create in buildings. Like uh, if you saw the armory, uh, it's, it literally is very Disneyland-esque. Um, and I create in, you know, like Game Church, uh, just putting the pieces together to put the right guys in place to make it, make it look good and, and run right. So uh, creativity can be found anywhere. If you turn your alarm clock off in the morning and get up into a routine to get to work, you're being creative with something. So, so I, I, we kind of dance around this. It's, it's always the big thing. Like we've discovered that with our podcast, we spend pretty much the first half of it. We end up talking about some geek thing that's been on the radar that has hit us. We, you know, we'll talk about you know Doctor Who coming back on TV, or we'll sure. talk about you know. Uh, them talking about D&D 5th edition. We'll talk about all this stuff, and then we'll kind of spin it to this as Christians. This is how we look at this, and this is how this impacts us, and this is how we see faith in this. Sure. Well, when we have that kind of framework, there's we usually get two kind of camps commenting on our podcast. Mm-hmm. We get the one group that says the geeky stuff is great. I wish you didn't spend so much time talking about the God stuff. <laughs> And then we get another camp yeah. that said, man, I love it when you guys get your preach on. Can you do more of that and talk less about video games oh and gosh. stuff like that? I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to agree with you on that. I, I once was quoted as saying it's, you know, everybody should be thanking God that I love people so much because if I didn't, I'd be the scourge that wipes us from the earth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, uh, people say kind of the same thing about GameChurch.com or what we're doing at the shows. And really, hey, if you don't like it, don't don't come here. Like, you don't have to go on our website. And you don't have to like what we do at a booth. If you don't, I'm okay with that. I'm a big boy. You're not going to hurt my feelings. If you like us, cool. Hang out. I don't. uh, But if you don't or you don't like the way I'm doing it, do something. Do something different. There's a lot more, I guess, um, for Christians at least, I would say that there's a lot lot of places for them to quote-unquote go, uh, whether that be a blog or uh, a Christian server or you know th- those types of things. It's rare that I think you'll find a place like Game Church that is uh, a little different, hopefully, uh, than, than most. So, um, there's so many choices. I I guess I could, I could use this example. I had a Christian festival, but it was real liberal Christian festival. And I don't mean that scripturally. I mean it, you know, tattoos on site and Mohawks and hardcore, and there was no contemporary and all that kind of stuff. And people would come to me and say, Hey man, why don't you, why don't you have audio adrenaline or DC talk, or why don't you have, you know, some more of the more popular bands. And I just told them there's so many places for you to go and see that, Mm. that are real close. I want to be different. I want to be uh, uh, something that you haven't seen before. So if you don't, if you want to go see those guys, go see them at that festival. This is who we are and what we're going to do, and this is what we're going to be about. So jump on in the car or not, it's okay. Like I'm cool with it either way. But 
if you don't like it, shut up and get out or shut up and get in the car and sit down. Hold on. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I absolutely love, love talking about this stuff. I love seeing – I've been such a fan of what you guys are doing. I've talked about you guys on our podcast before. Thank you. Um, if, if you could just kind of – if you could give out like the vision of what you what you hope to see come from Game Church, like if, if you could just throw out any kind of restriction, any kind of barrier, and just said, if I could have everything go right, this is what I want to see happen. What do you see kind of going for Game Church? I, you know, Game Church is just one vehicle um, in what I do, and and. I, I think all of us, the team, the family, the guys that run Game Church and go to the shows, do the website, do the bookings and all that kind of stuff, I think we all have one singular purpose. And, and the vision of, uh, I guess the bottom line vision is that I want to change the way people think when they hear the word Jesus, church, God. Yeah, because it's not looking so good right now. Oh, no, it's horrible. And I don't blame them. It, it's horrible because we've bastardized the entire thing. So I want to change that. And I don't really care if it's if it's gaming, great. If it's tattoos, great. If it's music, great. Like, I don't care. I don't, I, my bottom line is that I want to see uh, the kingdom of God um, come into this age. I want to see people uh, hear the name Jesus and actually put something... Uh, positive to to the name instead of oh gosh here comes the condemnation the judgment and all that kind of stuff I want Christians to grow up I want us to stop being little babies about stuff and grow up and and get our own ed- educated opinions instead of you know following uh, whatever new l- latest and greatest book newest pastor flavor of the month church uh, rock star pastor kite people, I, I want us to get our own knowledge and follow scripture and, and, uh, watch what Jesus did and how he did it. I mean, the guy went into places where he wasn't supposed to be. He, and people yell at me because I'm going to video game conventions and how could I do that? I'm like, what are you joking me? Do you read the word? Do you read the Bible? And what did he do? He went in and he ate with people. He hung out with the wrong people. And he didn't force himself on anybody. He was asked questions. He, hey, what do you, Rabbi, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? You know, they engaged him. And, and I want to see that. I want to see that happen more. And I want to get done with it. Like watching the political race right now is just making me sick, man. <laughs> uh, and, and pretty much there's a lot of that going around, ugh. especially when uh, I, I – for me, when I look on like Facebook, especially or any kind of social media, there's either one side says the other side's evil, the yeah. other side says that sides yeah. are evil, and then the other people are upset because the other sides are saying the other one's evil. Yeah, it's that and some of the big ticket items, you know, that Christians have to scream and shout about, and uh, you know, like gay marriage and you know whatever else they've got on their agendas and. You know, going to some of the conventions, there's a lot of Christians, quote unquote, that are outside, literally on megaphones, telling people they're going to hell because they play video games and God hates, you know, X, Y, and Z. And 
uh, it's just like, wow, man, that I don't know that Jesus. I don't know that God. He's not. I don't think we're thinking about the same guy. Yeah, my, my when I was a kid, my father used to joke with me saying that all the things that they used to tell him would would screw up his kids and turn them into serial killers. He used to do with us. <laughs> yeah. And and so he he's still waiting, you know, my brothers and I are all in our either late 20s or early 30s and my dad still looks at us and go, "I wonder when you guys are going to snap." Yeah. Yeah. But uh I you know, I went through the same thing time, too. Uh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm heavily tattooed. Uh, that used to be an evil, awful thing. Now no one cares all that much. Music was an evil, awful thing. When I started, I had, you know, churches walk out on me, tell me I was a demon and, or I was, I have, I have a very good friend who's a, a pastor in Pennsylvania and every year now he's done it for three years and he has no intention of stopping. He's hosted a tattoo party in his church. Yeah. Yeah. I was the first uh, guy ever to have, you could get a tattoo at a Christian music festival and people flipped out, man. Yeah, <laughs> it was they, really they funny. would. It was really funny. But, you know, just to get past all this petty uh, bickering, arguing, uh, again, uneducated opinions, uh, you know, just some of the stupidity that's out there, I'm, I'm uh, ashamed of almost, you know. Um, uh, hopefully we're going to change a little bit of that. So, uh, I want to, again, I want to thank you for taking out some time to talk with us. Uh, what is, what's one kind of, kind of to wrap things up. We're all big about community and family. And I know you have kids. Yeah. I have four. And and I've always been intrigued because I, I work with uh, a youth. I'm, I'm one of the youth leaders. I've been a youth pastor before. Um, a lot of times parents come up to me, especially like I run a D&D game with a bunch of my high school kids. And you have no idea how many times I had to sit down with parents yeah. saying that I'm not leading their kids into damnation and yeah. hellfire. Yeah. So I want if you could just kind of as a parent yourself and as somebody who's doing this stuff. What's one way that you would encourage parents to kind of get involved in what their kids are doing here? Game with your kids. Game with them. Do something with them. Hang out with them. Instead of telling them no, 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 sit down. And realize that gaming is different than when we had Atari 2600s. You can't sit down for 15 minutes and play, play these games anymore. You can't play Asteroids with two quarters anymore. It's a story. So it's like watching a movie. Sit down for a little while and play these with them. Watch what happens with dialogue. Watch what happens uh, with opening up. And play a board game. Play a card game. Play D&D. It's very social. Very social. And uh, be a good parent. If there's something your kids shouldn't be playing, don't let them play it. If you're if you don't want little Johnny to be up in his room for 12 hours playing World of Warcraft, don't let him. Don't put a computer in his room. Just be a parent. You know, <laughs> I get frustrated because the you know the parents whine and complain about their kids, but they don't do anything about it. I know what my kids watch. I'm involved with my kids' lives. I know what they're what's on their phones. I know what they're getting to on their computers. I have rules. I've got time limits and. We stick by them, and, and, but they still get to game. And Well, I mean, Dad runs a gaming center, so they can come down here and stuff. But uh, just be a good parent, you know? 
and for ourselves too, just as adult people, I think we just need to have a little self-control and, and realize that we can't play video games all day long either. We need to be productive members of society as well. Have some fun, play some games with some people, but don't let it become your lifestyle unless you're making money at it, you know? Very cool. And speaking of making money, as we kind of wrap things up, uh, I've discovered that we have listeners all over the country, and I want to make sure that any of them who might be in your area know how to get in touch with you guys, know where your store is at. So give the last couple minutes of this is how to find us and come say hi and buy things. We are in Ventura, California, which is about 45 minutes north of downtown Los Angeles, maybe an hour. And uh, we're open seven days a week, and we're right on the beach, so you can't beat where we live. It's awesome. And uh, we play lots of video games, tabletops, and card games. And come by anytime. We'd love to see you. Uh, otherwise, check us out on GameChurch.com. Or if you're going to be at one of the shows that we are going to be at, make sure that you message us on the forums and tell us you're coming, and we'd love to hang out with you. Very cool. So thank you, Mikey, for giving up your time, hanging out with us tonight. Hey, thank uh, you for your time and what you're doing. I appreciate you guys. Well, we, we're hoping that, that we can continue to, to just put forth what you guys are doing. We really encourage you. We want to be, want you to know we're praying for you guys just like, like you're thank probably you. praying for all the people who come out to the conventions and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, we're all in this together. Like I'm sure that you're all about community because of the forms and everything. We're trying hard to build our community too. And as brothers and sisters in Christ, we just come. We just want to come together and just praise God for with what we're passionate about. So cool. we definitely are jiving on that. Agreed. So uh, for all you guys who've been listening, thank you for for being with us and spending some time with us. Uh, again, hopefully Luke will be able to fix his problems and next episode he'll be with us. Uh, but un until then, uh, like we end every episode, remember that God is the game master and no matter how the dice fall, the game plays on.